When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, welcome back. We're 14 away from eight. It's now time to talk Wimbledon. Plenty going over on over in the north. And we've got BBC tennis writer Jonathan Ureko to join us to break it all down. Morning, Jonathan. Afternoon to you over there, my friend. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Morning. It's evening, actually, here. And uh, I'm just evening. back in Centre Court. And it's a uh, it's like serenity. Like an hour ago, it was banging in here because we had... 15,000 people going, uh, getting very excited by Novak Djokovic versus uh, Andrei Rublev. And, and Novak Djokovic was uh, getting very passionate, shall we say. So it's very different contrast now. It's uh, There's me and about a dozen other people in here, including some ground staff who have uh, just pulled over the covers. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a very nice relaxing scene. <laughs> oh, before we get into the Joker, who continues on as Wimbledon dominance, we want to talk about the upsets already at Wimbledon quarterfinals, particularly on the women's side. Number one seed, Inga Swatek, knocked out yet again against by unseeded Elena Svalilina uh, by th- in three sets. Is there a mental block with Inga at, Inga at, uh, at Wimbledon? I'm not, sure, I'm not too sure about that. I mean, I think today's more about Alina Svitolina, to be honest, than, than Iga Svantec. Um, You know, Alina Svitolina is a Ukrainian player who has been, you know, fueled by by what's happening at home. Um, you know, she's used that as inspiration to to fight even harder against opponents, including when she's played um, like a like Belarusian or Russian opponents in the past. And she's got an inspiring story as Svitolina. She um, also gave birth, um, I think it's ten months ago, um, last. October, if I'm last right, and she's back playing, and she's beating the best players in the world, and she's just beating the the best player in the world today. It's, it's an mm. incredible story, um, and the thing with Svitolina is she's just got so much emotion, and she's channeling it in a really positive way, and um, her, her aggression on the court is is just firing like she's she's absolutely flying and i think it was more to do with that really like um Sviontek was really mm. struggling to 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 return against her and um i mean that's what she said herself you know she just played someone who had more freedom and more guts and um and 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 you know the reason she couldn't execute her own game was because of of Svitolina's aggression um but yeah i mean like you say she's she's you know a, a four-time major champion and um this was the first time she's in the quarterfinals here 
So she, she won the juniors at Wimbledon in 2017 and she said she felt better prepared this year than previous years when, when she had played in the uh, senior tournament. But yeah, still, it wasn't enough. So the, the way it goes, I'm for eager. Yeah, well, just, we've been talking about it because there's lack of tennis being played, particularly on the grass uh, court. Obviously, it's a more summer sport over in uh, in London and, and it's not played many places, if any. So is that the same going for Jessica Pagula, who was also knocked out by unseeded Marketa Vonju Solva in three sets? Yeah, I mean, Pagula's, um, you know, similar to, to Sviantek, where, I mean, obviously she's not as, had as great a success as uh, Sviantek in the singles, but she's reached quarterfinals at, at all the Grand Slams now. So um, that's across, obviously, hard courts, clay courts, and, and now a grass court. Um, you know, she's, she's an American player who... You know, grew up in uh, in Buffalo, I think it was, and and um, they they they're used to playing on hard courts. So you know, it's it's just natural for them to, to to play on that surface. So when they then move over to grass, it can be very different. You know, it's all about the movement. It's all about the footing. It's you know, it can be slippery, it can be slidey, and it's how you get used to that. Um, now Pagula, um, you know, has, has shown she can do it on the other courts, and um, she she never got to the quarterfinals um, here until this year. And she came up against someone who's pretty inspired, Marketa uh, von Druseva, who um, she's not got much pedigree either on the grass. So, yeah, I think it just became down to a battle of, of, of who had the more confidence and, and a battle of wills, really. And, um, yeah, Pagula was the one who came undone. Well, Sabalink, uh, uh, Aussie Open champion and number two seed, clear favourite now up against Madison Keys tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you say clear favourite. I'm not... Too sure. I think there's there's Sabalenka and uh, Ribikina, um, who, who won it last year as well. So um, they're both on the same side of the draw. And the thing with tennis, when, when the draw comes out like two weeks ago, everyone's sort of thinking, oh, that so and so will play so and so in the quarters, or someone else will play someone else in the semi-finals, and, and everyone gets really excited two weeks like before the tournament, and then you think none of this will probably ever end up panning out um, but one of the exciting things about the draw was the fact that Rybakina was drawn in the same half as Sabalenka which means they could play in the the women's semi-final so they've both got one more match to win and and then that will will happen um, but yeah first they've obviously got to win the quarterfinals so they're both playing at the same time tomorrow um, or, or so starting um, on, on centre and and number one court. Rybakina, who who won the title last year, as, as mm. everyone will remember, it's playing on Jabir, who she beat in the final. So mm. we've got a rematch of last year's final. Um, so that'd be interesting. And then Sabalenka plays Madison Keys, like you said, who won the grass court title in Eastbourne, which is uh, one of the sort of warm-up tournaments on the south coast of England uh, before before Wimbledon. So, yeah, I think it'll be a big test for both of those, um, well, the second seed and the third seed. And, um, yeah, it could be another... Really exciting and interesting day to see how things pan out. One of the quarterfinals in the men's side, Daniel Medvedev taking on Christopher Eubank, continuing to fly the American flag for the American tennis players. Can he continue on and surprise many? And has he surprised you? Yeah, he certainly surprised me. Um, and I'll stay clear of the boxing puns. I mean, <laughs> there was a very famous British boxer called Chris Eubank. 
without the S. <laughs> so the the British tabloids have been loving the uh, you know the, the knocked out and the packing a punch and however many more we could we could reel off here right now. Um, but yeah, he's he's certainly been the surprise package here, um, and he's had some big wins. He beat the British number one Cameron Norrie, who um, reached the semi-finals here last year. And the, the guy's power is is it's huge. You know, he's got a massive serve, he's got big forehands, and he's a really likable character. He's very charming, and uh, he sort of looks like he's enjoying himself on the court. And then, yeah, he, he sort of topped the winner against Nori by beating Stefano Tsitsipas, the Greek fifth seed. Um, and he's now in the into the quarterfinals where he plays uh, the Russian third seed, Daniel Medvedev. So, personally, I think that might be one step too far. Um but then again, I said the same before he plays Zitsipas, so who knows how things will pan out. But um, I think the crowd will definitely be on Newbank's side. They, they've sort of adopted him as a as an ordinary Brit, shall we say. And um, and he's got a really interesting backstory as well. I mean, he he, he not even made the, the top 100 until this year. He called grass the stupidest surface to play on. And that was about <laughs> six weeks ago, I think. And then he had a text conversation, a WhatsApp conversation with Kim Kleisters, who was the former world number one in the women's mm-hmm. side and a two-time um, Wimbledon semi-finalist. And she gave him a few tips. And she says, it's not that stupid. You've just got to learn how to play in it. And she told him to do some footwork drills. It's all in the feet. And uh, he did that. He 